Well, hello there, boys and gals and non-binary pals. Welcome back to another drag queen show, because why not? (laughs) Miss Sarah's back in our hodgepodge of a studio. I finally get to converse with another person that, you know, I'm not required to be in their presence of. But anyways... (laughs) We talk about a myriad of subjects. What started out as a conversation about the season 13 finale uh, turned into something else. I don't know what to call it. You just let me know. Okay, so let's start the show. Well, we are back, back, back again, joined by Miss Sarah. She's not quite 100%, but, you know, the battery's on 90, so we'll risk the trip. <laughs> <laughs> now, Miss Sarah, how are you feeling? Uh, better than it was last week. Yeah, I, I last week was bad. I, I honestly picture the uh, uh wait, 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 what the Cookie Monster after he almost choked on like an oatmeal cookie because it was so dry. Yeah, and then coughing and wheezing for three days. It wasn't COVID. No, it was not COVID. Although I did scare the crap out of myself because I lost my sense of taste and smell for a whole day. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, heifers, I am vaccinated. You're, you're, you're like, I shouldn't be feeling these symptoms if I got the, if I got the Fauci ouchie. Uh, right? <laughs> oh, anyways, Sarah, um, Sarah's gone through a week and, um, she wanted to share a little bit of something before it moved on to today's topic. Okay, so I have learned some things over the last week through online dating, like things that I didn't even know. And I just thought they were really, really funny. So... The first thing I learned was all about friends with benefits. And, like, more than I ever wanted to know. Like, I thought it was just, like, a general thing. No. There's, like, a whole apparent science to it. Okay, just I'm just going to interrupt for a second, people. We are not scripting this. This is literally the shit we talk about. It is literally the shit that we talk about. Um... <laughs> So I'm trying to find the guy that was like explaining this to me. And yes, he did mansplain friends with benefits. Um Well luckily he's only looking for a friend. Right? So what app are we looking at? Um we're looking at plenty of fish. Okay. Oh yeah, I see the Um Crap, where is he? <coughs> oh fuck. Oh, sorry. That's okay, you can cuss on here. I got the explicitive okay. Okay, good. So, um, shit. I can't find him. Anyway, so he went all, like, on and on about, was it him? No, I don't know where he went. He probably, like, left because I was not into friends with benefits. Um, but he went on and on about how... Friends with Benefits has um, really no emotion behind it. It is um, you were just friends and there is it's just sex. Like I can do whatever I want to do and he can do whatever he wants to do and you just get together and that's all it is. There's no emotion and I'm like trying to figure out how that works because I don't I don't know if it's all women. I'm, I, I'm assuming that most for me, anyway, like, I don't know how else to put it, but it's like my vagina is, like, tied to my heart. 
Well, let's see. Well, let's see. Um, with me being a me being a demisexual, I had to have like an emotional connection before I'm willing to actually sleep with somebody. Right. Like, for me, like, there there has to be some kind of connection. Like, I have. I'm not gonna lie. I've had one night stands. It's not for me. I don't like it. Yeah. Occasionally, you get a good one. Yeah, but I haven't had any. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Never. They've, uh, they've been bad. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I have to have that emotional connection. So, I don't under... And I'm not... I'm not saying... I am not judging anyone who has this kind of relationship at all. Relationships for everyone are different. But, I was just, like, blown away that he sat there and, like, was trying to convince me that this was a good idea. And I was just like, I just... I just can't do it. <laughs> and I, th I mean, I honestly, like, tried to consider it from both sides. And I'm like, I just can't shut my feelings off. And I have to have an emotional connection with someone before I can, before I can sleep with them. And, you know, and, like, you know, some, some, like, you know, from, from my experience, you know, with many a person in my life. And I'm not talking about my whole day. Um... <laughs> My whole day. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, you can get, like, an emotional attachment with somebody, you know, and still be, you know, friends with benefits. Uh, oh, crap, a bee has cut in the studio. Oh, <laughs> oh, get out of here. Shoot, shoot. Maybe I should roll up the windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's still there. It's out there. It's out there. Okay, all right. Sorry, sorry. There was a bee... In our studio, by studio, I mean car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was all saying, oh yeah, you can't have that emotional connection with like you know friends with benefits, but it just doesn't go past you know platonic friendship. But you do, but it's something a little more. It's kind of hard to describe, you know. But for some people, that's just normal. Yeah, I just. Yeah, you know, I know it's kind of hard, like, you put yourself in, like, some other people's perspectives. I mean, this is for anybody. I mean, like, for anybody, but yeah. it's, it's just that it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. And maybe you might find somebody where you can have, like, a comfortable relationship like that. Where it's just yeah. like, where it's just like, okay, I'm bored one Saturday night. You go to the guy's house. You do hang out for a while. And all of a sudden, he's just like, you want to fuck? <laughs> 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 so for some people that's enough you know for some people that's enough for others you know you need more and then for some people just but some people are just like you know just okay being totally alone some people are um want like you know like you know if we're talking about like someone who's like asexual some people want the romance but they just don't want the sex bits you know so yeah, i want it all yeah you want it all you <laughs> i i am a romantic at heart like i i i want it all like i i'm that sucks, because I can't find it. Oh, it's out there. It's out there. It's out there. And it's just like, um, and it's just like, sometimes, like, uh, and sometimes, of course, you just gotta do some exploring. Yeah. In the big, scary world out there, you just gotta sometimes do some exploring, and then sometimes, you know, you realize, okay, I'm actually more comfortable with myself, or other times you're just like, okay, once in a while, I'm not gonna get a freak on. Yeah, that is true. I'm free Saturday night, so. <laughs> Come on, boys. I'm fertile. Okay, that's going a little too far. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe you've heard of this. So, the other thing that I learned, and I can't remember if it was on Tinder or on Plenty of Fish, but it's called hot wiving. 
Have you heard of this? I, I, it sounds scarily familiar, but go on. So this guy was telling me what he was looking for. It's called hot wiving. And basically what it is, is he is monogamous, but his significant other is open to having a relationship with his friends and she can have them over to his house. She can go to their house, to his friend's houses. He can, she can have different scenarios with other people in their house or in their houses. And she can tell him all about it. She can film it. She can send him pictures. And like, he gets to see and hear all about this and like, but he is completely monogamous. You know what this sounds like to me? No. It sounds like cuckolding. That okay, so that he said that he is completely not whatever that word is. Yeah, a cuck. Yeah, basically yeah. that's a short term for it. Yeah, he said that he is not that word. And and I didn't understand what he said when he said that. Uh basically, um with a cuckold um explanation. Um, the thing is, is that like the similar scenario, similar scenario, the husband is monogamous to his wife, um, and also the same thing, like it's, it also happens in gay, like, you know, gay same sex relationships too and everything. It's just like, you know, the, you know, the husband takes, it's more like, um, a dominance fantasy thing where technically it's like an open relationship and sometimes a cuck, he'll actually get involved to either satisfy, helping to satisfy his wife with a stranger or someone that they trust or satisfying the person that they trust and or a stranger anyway but the difference is that the husband that the husband or otherwise known as the cuck he's actually participating in some way whether he's actually in the room the entire time or you know or just hiding in the closet peeking through the crack of the door it's kind of like a weird it's kind of like a weird thing where basically the or basically the person who's actually but the person who's not the quote-unquote cuck is engaging in all the sexual activity and, and all and most of sexual activity and is actually kind of in control. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a dominance thing and everything. But like hot wiving is more like you know, but hot wiving is more like um, it's more like uh the per, the uh the hot wife is just basically doing all this stuff as a fantasy uh, to help fulfill a fantasy for her husband or spouse or his or whatever and everything kind of helping fulfill that fantasy in a way and everything basically it's kind of like you know it's kind of it's kind of like you know basically um i think of it as like you know um my spouse or significant other is a porn star and i get to watch and i get to watch I get to watch, but not while they're doing it. But I'm, but you know, I get to watch. I get to watch it later, or I hear about it later. And in some of these, and in some of these fantasies too, and everything, the uh, the hot wife in question doesn't actually do anything sexual and everything. She just like makes up fantasies. Like she just goes off for a while and then makes up fantasies and then tells him about it. And that uh, that's kind of like some sometimes part of the fantasy too. Yeah, it's like there's different levels of it. So you know. But, like, if it was, like, a cuck and everything, oh, yeah, there'd be, like, full-on, basically, it's, like, a menage a trois or, you know, or a big orgy and everything. It's just, like, the, it's just, like, one guy's just happy there, it's just either happy there to watch or fluff. Wow. I know, way too much about this shit. <laughs> I, wait, I don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. So, maybe you... I was just, like... Damn. Yeah, so maybe if you meet a guy and everything, he wants to do hot wiving and everything, you'd be like this. You could literally just disappear on a day trip and then come back and it was like, 
I met this man at Wardo <laughs> at the wine bar. He was sexy and he had big fat mommy milkers of pecs and he let me touch them and they danced and he flipped the quarter back and forth on each one and I buttered his nipple. <laughs> okay, you're scaring me now. Something like that. <laughs> I don't I don't think I could ever Again, I don't judge anybody for their relationship choices, their um, their lifestyle choices. That is, you do you, boo, but I was like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyways, so now that Miss Sarah's got that off her chest. Yes, these are the, the things that I have learned through <laughs> online dating <laughs> just in the last week. And I have been, like, I have tried online dating for a very long time, and I thought I had seen and heard and a lot or everything but apparently not yeah there's one book i could recommend to you that they recently re like you know revised uh, it's called the joy of it's like the joy of sex mm -hmm. yeah like the first version was like in the 1970s and, they, and the authors or other authors revise it every so often but it's literally just an encyclopedic it's kind of like, it's not like the Kama Sutra, but it basically, um, like terms in the terms and like you know different sexual worlds and everything yeah. like alphabetized. Like it'll explain to you like, like I don't know if you didn't know what bondage was and everything. Like what is bondage? Flip to the bees, and then there it is, and it gives you an explanation of it. And huh? Nothing. Yeah, she knows what it is, <laughs> sir. If you're gonna break into my house, I should warn you. There are handcuffs in my nightstand next to the pineapple lube <laughs> and the pepper spray. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I, we gotta move on to the main subject of the okay. show. I mostly am excited. This was supposed to be last week's, the last episode, but because you were sick and I yeah. went solo, and I hope people like that I went solo. It's not gonna be a permanent thing because I like feeding off of people's responses and everything. Because that was very awkward for me, literally just sitting there with a microphone, nobody in the room with me. <laughs> but you know, except the voices in your. Head. Who told you about Sanjay? Oh, I've known about him for a long time. And Pudge? Yep. Mr. Spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> I call him. I know them all. Oh, that's right. You met them all when I was off my meds for that one time. Yep. <laughs> but I, we okay, okay. We got a little side joke about that. We don't mean to offend. That's no, kind of a personal joke don't. between us. Okay, <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that another time. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, yeah, let's we're turning on the air in the car because it's getting sick. Look, there's steamy windows. Okay. Okay, we're just gonna let the air run. All right. Anywho. Um, so, the main subject I want to talk about is, of course, we we both are Drag Race nuts, obviously. Yes, we are. We both saw the finale of Drag Race, except your DVR died at the very last segment. Yes, it was so... I was so mad. Okay, so, I broke this up kind of in sections. First of all, up until, like, the end of this part, we're going to talk about the fashions before we get to the nitty-gritty details of the performances. Not the nitty-gritty details, but, you know, but, you know, the performances. Okay, okay. I gotta tell you, um, the black and white looks, which one was your favorite? Please hold it while I pull it up. <laughs> She's gotta remember that. Which, but I gotta tell you right now, I gotta tell you right now, I did have a problem with Got Mix black and white outfit. And you're pulling it up. I think I am. 
Okay, well. I did have. Okay, like. Oh, it's not showing them all. Nah, they're uh, it's not. Okay, but you remember got, but you kind of remember like you know the got make had that like that pinhead Hellraiser thing. Yes, I did not like that. Okay, I liked it for like the artifact and everything. Like you know, like I'm thinking like, oh my god, that's a sci-fi nerd's mind right there. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, you gotta admit and everything. That's kind of actually a good idea and everything. Swarovski crystals in, instead of pins. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, made it glamour and fashion at the same time. But the problem I have with Got Mick's outfit was walking down the runway, Got Mick said, I've opened Pandora's box. Do you know why I have a problem with that phrase? No, I do not. Because you're making a Hellraiser reference. That is not Pandora's box. That is the Lament Configuration, darling. Oh, I, I yeah, picture I hardcore sci-fi and horror nerds reeling everywhere. I was just like, I was like, I was living for it, and then, and then she said that, and I'm like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry, my inner nerd raged. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know that really. Yeah, I'm sorry, my inner nerd just raged right there. But um, if you ever got a chance to read the uh, Telltale Heart and everything, which is what the Hellraiser fan movie is oh, based okay. off of and everything, um, then I would suggest that that was Clyde Barker's book that it's based off of. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I heard it's a good read. I mean, like you read it three times. Twice. Oh, shut up. That's why I don't like clowns. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, I thought Candy's outfit, I told you that black and white outfit with Candy, that was my favorite outfit she's ever worn. Yes. I had no notes. It was it was active. It was... It, 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 yeah. I mean, I, you know me. Like, I yeah. think political... I think yeah. political statements have a, a, have a place. It, I'm not... I'm not going to go there. It, it was beautiful. It was amazing. I think it, it, you got, it, it, I think it, it, it made a point. It made a point. It was well constructed. It looked beautiful. The message got across and yeah. the bitch looked stunning. And I keep zooming in on the image of that wig and I want that fucking wig. <laughs> and then of course, Rosé's. I know you love Rosé's. Oh, yes, I did. Why can I just find a good? Which movie? Let's see. Which movie was pictures. that? A, which which um Audrey Hepburn movie was that a reference to? Um, My Fair Lady, right? My Fair Lady. Yeah. Oh, yes, My Fair Lady. I'm sorry, I bring it right there for a minute. I thought the hat could have been bigger. Okay. Just a little bit bigger. There's the performance looks. There you go. The red carpet looks, the finale, the finale looks before the finale. Da da da, red, red carpet. Okay, there's the green. Oh, the, that's the that's the eleganza yeah. extravagant. Okay, I gotta ask you. Do you remember? Um, okay, and I got I, I gotta tell you, and I already told you this before and everything. But Simone's uh, every look, it told it gave me hair show, and yeah. I yeah, I love. Oh, fun fact: all those wigs Simone wore, guess who made them? I have no idea. Gigi Good. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So here is my question that I had. Who passed away? Oh, drag queen wise on Drag Race, yeah. Chi Devane, during 2020, during 2020 after high to COVID, passed away. Not 100 percent sure what exactly was the cause of it, but some people are speculating it was COVID before it became this huge thing and everything. But yeah, Chi Chi Devane, she apparently had been in and out of the hospital several times. Like, I was like, I, cause I recognized her uh -huh. and I was like, that's not, and I was like, 
no way yeah. and that was totally not a complete sentence in any of that but the heart just like she was when they started showing pictures i was like oh my gosh i i realized who she was mm -hmm. and i was like i had no idea like that was that was like I cried. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. Okay, and just FYI, um, Sarah, she's on the pulse of a lot of things, but when it comes to, like some some individual news from like Drag Race, not so much, yeah. you know. But yeah, but Chi Chi, rest in power, baby. We love you, forever. The heart of the heart from your season, the heart of the franchise, beloved child, a mother Rue. Oh, but anyways, uh, what was it else? Oh. The red looks were on point, and I can't find I'm them. I'm sorry. I am like, okay, the only one I had a problem with red-wise, the red one was Rosé's red one. Because I couldn't get it. Like, I mean, it was a beautiful outfit, but at the same time, was she a tree? Was she Was she what? Was she like an organ covered in veins? <laughs> what am I looking at? Hey, I'm trying to... Okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, I live for Simone's nail like it was all nails <laughs> like the hair was ponytails being held up by two hands by two hands with black what two but not black uh crap they were red nails so with red nails holding up two pigtails and um and the outfit on simone the in the fringe and simone's outfit it was all red stiletto nails and she even got the she even got the long nails on her toes <laughs> Are you like specifically looking that up? No, I put finale fashion and Well, it's gonna bring you like literally everything, so Season thirteen. Okay, season thirteen Red Runway. Try try searching that. I did and it's not Okay, like, I mean, like, just keep, I mean, like, hold on. Okay, okay. just. Mm. I'm sorry, y'all, about this wait, but. <laughs> oh, anyways, but like I said, I love Simone's look. It's just, uh, it was just, I just loved it. I just loved it. Man, I try something, hun. Go for it. It's making me mad. Yeah, hold on. RuPaul Drag Race Finale Red, of course, it's just... <laughs> RuPaul Drag Race. Susan! 18. Finale. Da, 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 da. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we're just gonna have to go based off of memory. Yeah. Okay, because like we're taking too long searching for shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyways, um, I was like, well, here's a picture of Simone or anything, but you remember like Simone's like red outfit, right? Yeah. There? Did you catch the toenails? She no, had, the, she I had didn't. like, she glued on long ass toenails. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are all nails, <laughs> and I'm just like, I love this look. And then, um, oh, and of course the, um, the, of course the piece de resistance, the uh, eleganza extravaganza. Where. 
my favorite. You know, I was hoping I'd be the one to, you know, outdo Violet Chachki, got Mick. Snaps. Yeah, they all of the eleganza was just amazeballs. Amazing. Like I was just like, oh holy my god. Crap. I was like, oh my god, even Rosé. And of course, Rosé came out in tartan, and yeah. I was just like... And fringe, and all the, sorry, and all the frill. And <laughs> the, I was just like, girl, you're gorgeous. And at the same time, I'm, but at the same time, I'm kind of seeing Michelle saw, I'm like, that girl really loves ruffles a little too much. No. I mean, like, I mean can, you, can you really love ruffles too much? Uh, yeah, you can. You've seen her runways before, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not mean to hate on Rosé. I'm just saying that... Uh, girl, cinch in a little bit. Get rid of the goddamn ruffles. No, she was gorgeous. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, cinch in a little bit. Get rid of the goddamn ruffles. That way, I wouldn't be surprised when I see ruffles on the runway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I love the outfit though, but at the same time, I'm just like. Did Gun Mick really shave her head? Yeah, so they could do the pinhead thing. Yeah. It's called commitment, darling, and it's a lot easier than wearing a bald cap. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever have that much commitment to anything. Oh, one day you'll have a nervous breakdown, Sinead O'Connor. It. No. I'll, I'll pitch. If you ever see me going anywhere near my head with razors, uh -huh. you better fucking slap something. I'll at least let you get to the sides before I stop you, though. We always complain that it gets there and it gets in the way and it's heavy and when it's down. So. I know, but I mean, like maybe just don't like let me shave my head. Well, I mean, just maybe it's like a little shave, like right behind. Shave right here, isn't that enough? Yeah, I mean, like like maybe just slightly over the ears, just a little bit and everything, so that way, like you know, it falls down and everything. You know, it's just it still looks nice and even, but at the same time, you're just like, oh, it feels so much lighter, but it still looks just as full, which is how I want it to. <laughs> okay. I, I'll just say, at some point, I'll, I'll know when to stop you. I'll let God choose the time. <laughs> if I wake up without any hair, I swear to God, I'm shooting you. Oh, don't worry. I'll show you how to do a semi-permanent semi wig. <laughs> semi-permanent meaning it stays on for two weeks. You treat it like normal hair. And then I come back and put the new one on. And then we wash the old one. Rinse, wash, repeat until the new until the hair grows back. And you know what the best part is about cutting all your hair off? The different hairstyles you get to try as it grows out. Anyways, what I'm saying is, is that as your hair grows out, if you chop it all off, you have an opportunity there to see different hairstyles. You know it would be a real shit kicker if it grew back straight. That would be a real shit kicker. That would be fucking funny as hell. Yeah, that would be. That would be. That would be. Okay, if you ever have a nervous breakdown, you just say fuck it and everything. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'll get the wigs ready. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what? You might like yourself. You might like yourself and everything with maybe like you know like kind of like a like a choppy short hair do and everything like you know you know what I mean? Yeah. You know like a crap. What 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 band am I thinking of? I have no idea. I don't know. It was like a, it was like an '80s punk band. It was one of the, it was one of the people with, with who played with Joan Jett and the Runaways. I can't remember who it was. Oh, the the blonde one. I the crap. I know she kind of like had like that. She kind of had like that choppy do and everything, where it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a lady mullet, but not an obvious mullet and everything, where it was like you know slightly shorter up front, but long in the back and her, but longer in the back and everything. So it kind of looked shaggy. So it kind of looked shaggy unless you knew you actually ran your fingers through it with some gel or something, and it was like, oh, it's pretty. 
Okay. We're gonna go to a wig shop and you're gonna try these looks on. So you can see what I am because you are highly doubting my mental fortitude. I would never doubt you. Okay. Oh, anyways, we're gonna go ahead and take a little break and then we're gonna move <laughs> on because next up we're talking about the performances and the finale and the fact that for the first time ever RuPaul made me laugh out loud. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're back. Sorry for giggling. We we had a we had an awkward conversation that we're not an awkward conversation, a hilarious conversation that we've had a few times that we're just not willing to share quite yet. No, no. Maybe no. someday. Season three? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, so no names were given. No names were given at this moment an hour in time no one no, no names no names all right so i'm gonna just go ahead and ask the question so before your dvr cut out what did you think of the performances i was very disappointed in rose i was so disappointed in her like i i'm not saying that um candy didn't do a good candy candy did a great job she mm -hmm. absolutely did a great job but Rose just did not show up. I know. I mean, like, did you like, did you notice that transition? She went from wearing a rose gold two-piece thing to wearing a rose gold two-piece thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked really cool. Like, she, she was totally like Britney. But I was just like, wah, wah. I was just like, it was like I was like, Rose, come on. Like, do something. Like, be Britney. Be something. Do, like. Candy was giving it all she had, and Rose was. Yeah, I mean, Candy literally went from like that. What was it? What was it? Like a white spandex thing to like, or white latex thing to literally wearing a basically a graffiti rainbow colored thong and bikini set. Yeah. And was rocking and bopping it right there. Yeah. And you could definitely tell that. Okay, all right. There was a reason Mama Rue kept Candy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she, Candy definitely won that lip sync because Rose just did not show up. And, like, I was reading the articles about it because, like, my, I only got two of the lip syncs. Or actually, like, one in, like, a half. Yeah. And I was, like, I was yelling at the TV, like, <laughs> that was going to change anything. But <laughs> I was, like, what the heck? I was just, like, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, I'm sorry, but it was at this moment where Rue actually made me laugh and everything. Where, like, you know, like, the wheel has spoken. What did it say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who will you be challenging? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I love when Rue does those stupid things. Uh, speaking of, before I move on to anything, speaking of Rue, how'd you like Rue's performance at the beginning of the show? Oh! Yeah, that was an old song. I can't remember. It was Rue was on VH1, and Rue was in that Mackie outfit with the wings, <coughs> like the ISIS wings. We all remember the outfit. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, she's okay, people. But, but that was like you know, basically kind of a rehash of like the performance. Remember, like that famous photo of Rue and the ISIS wings on the yeah. red carpet. Yeah, this kind of a rehash, and the it was like old friend, like the song was old friend silver, new friends gold. Yeah. 
or or new friend silver or uh, one of the ones but yeah but that's basically a rehash and yes people rue was lip syncing this time oh um, is she really yeah, she was lip syncing. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, she was. She did the live performance the first time, like in the first time and everything, way back when and everything, actually live. This time it was a lip sync produced number, which was the only problem I had about this. Um, I had with this like this season's finale and everything was. Well, I mean, because of COVID restrictions and everything, of course, of course, um, it was very obviously produced. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas like you know, where other live performances and everything, even though even season twelve and everything, where they were in doing a Zoom call, doing a Zoom zoom call and yeah. like you could tell it like i i can i like it better when the producers take us when it's not overly produced yeah you know but um and then of course oh the that did you catch that singing number where they were doing uh bet midler's uh friend? yes love it yeah i loved it too i loved it too and yet again this is one of those moments where like okay this is kind of hammy and canned and everything because you know obviously because yet again you know the girls are acting in the audience seats and they're doing their thing on the stage i liked what i was seeing on the stage but in the audience seat they were literally just hamming it up well yeah but i mean <laughs> yeah. i understood why they were doing it yeah it like weird. it was yeah it was like you know the anniversary of the that was the anniversary of what was of the of the uh, recognition for the um AIDS, AIDS pandemic yeah anyways and then <clears throat> and you know that's kind of like the whole theme of this whole thing where it's just like this is what oh uh, and we found out that one of rue's cousins is a senator i had no idea about that yeah meet my cousin and all of a sudden no really he's my cousin <laughs> and they're like everyone's like what <laughs> and like and then here i can't remember the name of senator who was it I don't know. Oh, anyways, and he was like, "Thanks, He's cousin." Not from Texas. Yeah, thank you, cousin Rue. <laughs> and I'm just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> you could tell that, like, she was. You could tell that she was like leading him to say something, okay. and he did not like take the the bait. Like yeah. he kept he very um. He kept it very apolitical. Like he, yeah. or he, that's not the word I'm looking for. Neutral. Neutral. He kept yeah. it very neutral. He didn't put any type of spin bias on it. He didn't put any bias on it. He just kept it very, um, Generic, like, gener generic, yeah, generic, generic, generic. Like as a citizen, do your research, do your research, and don't forget the power of voting. Yeah, like it was. He did not take any type of bait on that, which I thought was very, which was very well done. I mean, smart for him, yes, yeah. as a as a politician, yes, very smart for him, and you can kind of tell in everything that they are related with how smart of a move that was. Yeah. Because I think, I think Rue kind of tried to bait him a little, yeah, a little bit, little and bit, he yeah. was like, no, I'm not going yeah, to do I that have on to stay neutral. I have to stay neutral for this, Cousin Rue. I'm sorry. I have to stay neutral for this. I may, I may, I may, my platform that is available for the public is what I stand for, but here at this moment, I have to stay neutral, yeah. and I'm rooting for all you girls. Yeah. Thank you for entertaining the masses, and thank you for fighting through COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh, but it was so, like I did like we did appreciate that. <laughs> and then, I mean, there are some there are some senators or um, um, represent Congress people that that they could have brought on that would have totally spun like, it, like would have totally spun it, or would have totally went one direction and kind of ruined it. Yeah, and, like it could it could have gone either way. He spun it very smart. But anyways, moving on from that one. Um, okay, okay. So did you see any part yet again? Technical. I didn't see, yeah, my, I don't know what happened with my DVR, um, 
like I like we've said before, I don't watch commercials. I hate commercials. So I DVR everything and then watch it back so I can fast forward. And for some reason that program it stopped at like halfway through the second lip sync and just like I didn't see um got Mick and Simone. I didn't see Candy and Simone and I didn't see um who got crowned and I didn't see who got Miss Congeniality. Hey, but you so, did learn but you did learn the highlights of it. Yeah, yeah. I went cuz I saw the article on um Google and I was like, "No, I'm not going to read it. I'm going to go watch it." So I went and watched it and I was like, "Well, crap." So then I just went and read the article and saw what they said. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say right here in a possible chance for a new sponsor to sponsor me. Um, you can you can catch up on episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and their fullest at the VH1 app. Available for free for subscribers for cable for cable for cable providers. Oh Thank my you. Gosh. <laughs> you big old butt kisser. Not I'm looking for more sponsors, okay? I just, I'm trying to reach the masses, okay? With my message of love, of, of love and fatness here. So I'm trying to reach the masses, okay? I mean, I'm done spreading across my couch. I'd like to reach other people. Oh. Okay. And I'm also done spreading my legs for camera. So I'd like... I'm, I did not... I am not on his OnlyFans. I have no idea what's on there. Um, or if I have one. I, I don't need to know. Pornhub, XTube. I'm gonna go throw up. The, the hamster thing. one, that main baba hamster. I'm gonna uh. go throw up. <laughs> no, no. I but, am glad that Lala got Miss Congeniality. Lala Meanwhile, um, but also I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say this and everything. But yeah, but no, seriously. Uh, no, seriously. Actually, no, seriously, girl. Do you? Uh, because you do have a cable provider and everything. If you yeah. download the VH1 app and everything, you can actually watch the shows on there, and it is free for you if you just sign in through your cable provider. Oh. Yeah, you just basically click, you know, which cable provider you had, and it'll it'll ask you like you know like when you're paying your bill for it and everything. Yeah. And it's the same login. Oh. Yeah, awesome. it, it it just verifies that you know you you have this provider therefore you qualify for this channel and you all know what i miss what when vh1 and mtv actually played music videos yeah instead of being instead of like 10 seconds in hi mom how you ever been me here ginger steve from camel beach or, um teen pregnancy yeah or that irritates me yeah you know it's not my favorite show though but i mean it was nice and kind of inspiring you remember what, what? i do love my favorite show on vh1 what Catfish. I know you. That's MTV. Oh. Uh, but anyways, I know you love. Whatever. Cat, I know love you love show. Catfish, and you tell me tips from that show all the time. Oh fucking yeah, I do. It's the best show to learn on. But anyways, regardless, my only opinion is about the show Sixteen and Pregnant is that the first two seasons were inspiring. You know, remember, like we're, in, we're inspiring. I've never seen an episode of that show. Are you kidding? Well, I suggest you watch the first season or trying oh. to get a glimpse of the first season because it was inspiring because you saw these teenage girls trying to navigate being pregnant and be suddenly oh. becoming mothers. And then one of them, of course, talks about the uneasy thing about adoption. Another girl and everything, another girl like talks about the fact that, like, you know, I think one of her boy, that her boyfriend was actually very abusive to her. Mm. And I was like, they're not like that anymore. Yeah, I know. Two of them have. Two of them are porn stars. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, dear. I know, dear. I'm talking about what they were when they started. When I watched MTV. <laughs> so I suggest you go back. Go back. Go back. 
Although the one who actually talked about adoption and everything, she still she is involved in her child's life. Her oh, baby daddy, her baby daddy and everything. They're now husband and wife and everything. They're still involved in their daughter's life. And they're so involved in their daughter's life. They're they're so involved in their daughter's life and everything. So it actually worked out full center. Um, the one of them who became a porn star and everything, she did recognize that yes, she is working in the porn industry, and two, she does not have any shame about that because it because it, because it became a legitimate work option for her because because of one, the exposure she had and, two, and the exposure she had apparently two. Uh, let's see, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, two. Because, unfortunately, she dealt with a bad end about being on a reality show in general. Even though the show didn't actually portray her in any negative way and everything, people just assumed, wait, this is a girl who, this is a girl who we all think got pregnant, got on a show just to get famous, and that's not the fact. That's not the truth. But, you know, also she does, but also she does advocate for, but she does also advocate for the adult entertainment industry, which does have its own long series of issues. But I realized we were not talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, which is what this episode oh, was intended yeah. for. Sorry. Okay. Next time, just don't judge a show because it's talking about pregnant teens. <laughs> it's not just about pregnant. Never mind. That's not, I'm like, I'm just saying it's, it's like room, it's like a real world. Remember real world was actually good. Yeah. See, there's other seasons of what's just on now. <laughs> I miss the old real world. Remember, like, when it wasn't scripted? <laughs> and then that spawned the world of reality TV that we have now. I miss the Osbournes. I remember the Osbournes. Oh, my God. I remember, You know why I love the Osbournes so much? And then, like, literally, like... Like they, they all Kelly says it point blank. There was no script and any time the producers interfered, we shut down production ourselves. <laughs> Mom, she's like, Mom and Dad would literally say, Get out of our house every time a producer tried to interfere. <laughs> that's why it became so, that's why it became so popular. That's why it was that's why it's still held as one of the most Poor Sharon has gotten railroaded this year. Yeah, we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the Osbournes. I love Sharon. I... Hey, hey, yeah, I know. I love the Osbournes and everything, but I love the Osbournes of the show. I did. I did, but anyways, but at the same time, moving on. Anyways, so, um, just to recap. <laughs> so, just to recap and everything for everybody at home, um, unfortunately, I had to spoil it for you if you haven't watched it. Simone is the crown queen of season 13. Oh, don't do that. She's the crown queen of season 13, honey. And she brought hair show. I love it. Talking like Jennifer Lewis. Sorry. <laughs> you don't know the mother of black Hollywood? I got so many movies to catch you up on. <laughs> oh, you probably mostly know her. You probably would know her from her musical, the from her musical theater and Broadway days. Oh, okay. No. I'm gonna fill her up on later who Jennifer Lewis is. Don't worry. Right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because she's just a funny ass lady. <laughs> she's a funny ass lady who who used to live in the same house with Shangela. <laughs> oh. Who Shangela impersonated on the who Shangela impersonated on the Snatch Game on um when she came back for All Stars. Oh, okay. Oh. Anyways. Anyways, so as you know, that's the whole thing. And um I do appreciate that. Simone, uh, to tell you the truth, I thought like I, my front runners initially were um, were obviously one Simone and Rose. Yeah, 
And then Rosé kind of... I think it all started when she mentioned her sprained ankle. She had a sprained ankle? Well, she... Oh, yeah, 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 she did. The interview with Rue, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... I think that's where it kind of all started, because you know it all went downhill from there. Yeah, but, I mean... I don't know. She just didn't... She just didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, well... That's how them roll. Oh, on a plus side, since I convinced Miss Sarah to get a WoW Presents Plus uh, subscription, she's watched entire season one of Drag Race UK. Yes, she's you're about halfway through UK the UK season two. Yes. And um, I, it's confirmed. Um, I knew she'd fall in love with a bag of shits, chips. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bagger, much better. Much better. Much better. <laughs> Oi, I'm Becky's maid. <laughs> she is freaking hilarious. Yeah, did you did you like the Frock Destroyers sing when they did the girl group challenge or anything? Yes. We're Frock Destroyers. Bag of chips is stunning. Bag of chips is class. <laughs> Bag of chips is sexy. She takes it to... Uh, Let's see, bag his pussy's burning, the lady's not returning, and so and so, because that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know the Frog Destroyers are still together, right? Are they really? Yeah, there's a whole album out. It was like, it went TikTok viral. Uh, their, their song, Your Majesty. Are you cleaning your watch with a phone charger? <laughs> oh, I need, it's grossing me out. I need it something. So wait till you get home to soak it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm listening. I'm paying. I'm interacting. I know. So uh, why don't you wait until you get home and just soak it in some and just like soak it? Is it waterproof? Yeah. Her watch is waterproof, people. It's a G-Shock. It's a G-Shock. So wait, doesn't it have GPS too? Yep. No. Or something like that. I don't know, but somehow I set an alarm on it and it goes off every night at midnight, and I have no idea how to do it, and uh. I have no idea how to shut it off. And he forgot where the instruction manual is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow I did it when I was changing the um, battery. Daylight savings oh, time. The, okay, okay. Just FYI, people. Just to give you a hint on how old we are, um, we remember where the box is. We just don't I still have the box. Yeah, we remember where the box because we are at that point in our lives where you never the know. The box is in my desk, but the book is not in the box. Yeah, but and we're at that point in our lives where we remember the box because you never know when you're going to need a box. Yeah. But then again, we're also at that same age where we get excited about a new sink, new carpeting. Yeah. Getting rid of the popcorn ceiling. Yeah. Oh, and then my personal favorite I've recently discovered, a new shower curtain. That is... I want to go shopping. I know, I know. I need... I know, I know. Let's go shopping on Friday. Well, think about it. <laughs> it's my birthday. I, well, well, think about it. Because usually with your birthdays... With, with your birthdays and my weird schedule and everything, I might go some, I might go somewhere with a hangover where I don't need to have a hangover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or we'll be up talking until about 5 in the morning when I need to be in bed by 1. <laughs> yeah. We're old. Wait, no. I'm only 35. Plus. Eight years shipping and handling. <laughs> and I'm forever gay. I'm forever gay 50. 
which is 28 years old. That works. Yeah, yeah at least that's what the Botox and Fillery does. <laughs> that's what Dr. Zismo said. Because I think for my birthday, I'm going to I want to go shopping. I think one year we're, I'm going to spring for both of us to get Botox and fillers. Are you saying that I need to change this? I'm just saying preventative measures, girl. <laughs> preventative measures. If you hadn't noticed anything, I started wearing sunblock on my face and head now. <laughs> well, my moisturizer, when I remember to put it on, has SPF. Mm. Isn't that good enough? If it's not SPF 30, it ain't worth it. I don't know what it is. It's just something that says SPF on the moisturizer. I love these conversations because we get so off track at topic and I just love where it goes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I even forgot what we're talking about. I don't know. Bag of chips is stunning. Bag of chips is glad. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh oh, also season two of UK Drag Race and everything. You fell in love automatically with Lawrence Chen. I think I've only seen like one, maybe two episodes of it. I haven't seen a lot of those yet. Well, on season two, you, told, you already told me about the one they brought the Queen's back. No, that wasn't season. No, because season two is when that one queen walked off. Oh. Yeah, season one had a bag of chips and the Vivian. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, season yeah, yeah. two had Jenny Lemonette walked off. Uh, you fell in love with Lawrence Cheney. I watched them, like, they, because they're, they went so quickly uh-huh. that, like, they kind of all meshed together. Cause I, I know, was, I like, know. Just sitting there watching them. And I hate to bring this up, but, um,. And I have no short-term memory. You know that. I know this. Unless you watch it like a million times, which no one you're going to rewatch it. Yeah, probably. Oh, but anyways, and then there's Drag Race Canada, and then there's, and then there's, oh, and what just premiered this, this like it's a Saturday, May first on May first, what just premiered, um, Drag Race Down Under. Yeah, I want to watch that just because I think Australian accents are hot. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna be fun and it's actually gonna be pretty funny and you know what the shady part is they could have asked Courtney Act from season six remember the Australian contestant yeah yeah they could have asked her to come back they didn't bother calling her however why because I don't know she doesn't know why either but but every guest star so far that's been confirmed Courtney knows them personally and I haven't watched the first episode but one of the confirmed guest judges is Kylie Minogue. Wow. And Courtney's worked with Kylie before. And also one of the permanent series guests, one of the permanent series judges was Michelle and Rue. He wor- works with Courtney all the time. Oh, so that's probably why they didn't want her because like she has an end. Yeah, I know. But then again, but the same thing could also be said for a Brooklyn who on Drag Race Canada, Brooklyn's one of the main judges. Brooklyn Heights from season eleven, the ballerina one. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Brooklyn is Canadian. So she would know all of them. I don't know why. I'm just we're, the the thing. So is, are the, you saying like they didn't call her to be a judge, or they didn't call her to be a contestant? No, no, not as a contestant at all. No, no, Courtney, no, Courtney wouldn't do it anyway. No, I'm saying like you know, as a judge or a men- or a guest oh, judge or something like that. Okay. Because okay, Brooklyn, because okay, okay, okay. Brooklyn was a finalist with Evie Oddly. And, okay, I and get, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. so we just think no, that's no. so we think that it's weird and everything that Brooklyn 
got the op gets the opportunity to be a judge in Canada, but but Courtney, Courtney doesn't get the option to be a judge in in Australia. Apparently, never got the phone call. Nothing. All of a sudden, it was announced, and she was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> wow, that's kind of cold-hearted. That is shady as shit. That is shady. And then Courtney's actually very successful and everything. I mean, first of all, was on Celebrity Big Brother in Australia. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Celebrity Big Brother Australia. Wasn't she the one that... She fell... Yeah, no, she fell on um, Big Brother and anything. No, she was going down to the Big Brother house in drag. She tripped and her skirt ripped and everyone saw her noonie and her panani. Oh, wow. <laughs> on national television in Australia. Oh, my God. I, there's a drag race. There's a drag queen falling compilation out there somewhere that features it on a loop. Of course it does. And it's hilarious because she's like all like, hi, bong, 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 bong. She gets back and she's like, I'm okay. And trying to cover herself. I'm okay. What's <laughs> funny as shit? <laughs> okay. You know. I, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people that I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's like a, a celebrity or if it's like a compilation video or TikTok or whatever. I don't find videos of people falling funny. Like it, to me, it makes me cringe. It makes me hurt for them. But that's because for me, for and this is like a personal thing. But for me. For the first eight years of my life, because of a birth defect, I fell all the time mm -hmm. because of something that was physically wrong with me. Like I would just, I would be walking and I would fall mm. and it hurt. Like I have like road, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But so I like, and I couldn't help it. Like yeah. it just, it was just. So for me, like I, and it still happens as an adult to a point, but not as bad as when I was young, but I have learned the art of falling so that I don't hurt myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I just, like, I feel bad for those people. And like, I just don't find it funny when people fall. Like if they fall on the ice and people like film it and then they put it on Facebook or TikTok or whatever, I'm just like, that makes me physically hurt for people. And I'm like, that's not funny. Yeah. To me, this is a, to me, the moment with Courtney was funny for two reasons. Okay, one, you need to measure the length of your skirt and not wear a two piece when you're going to a red carpet event, especially that when you sequins, while wearing a eight inch tall clear heel lucite stripper shoe. Yeah, that's probably a good point. And two, also two, don't make sure, don't secure it by just simply tying it when all you're wearing underneath is clear vinyl tape. Ooh. Also, to add in point number three, Courtney's actually a trained actor, so she actually hopped right back up. Everything's hunky dory, no injury. Uh. In fact, actually, Courtney even laughed about this so hard, laughed about this so hard because she kind of dumb broke the damn internet. <laughs> it was it was just funny. She broke the internet for the first time ever. For the first time ever, Big Brother Australia got global headlines <laughs> because she was the first openly drag contestant who showed up in the house in drag, and 
she fell down the stairs into the house. <laughs> and then hopped back up and literally yelled out, I'm okay! <laughs> After, of course, showing her ass and grass. <laughs> her gassy hole and her grassy knoll. Her choco rock. I think we got it. <laughs> I got one more. Oh, okay. I got one more. Her hot pocket and her stink rocket. <laughs> Jesus. To the world, uncensored and unfiltered. <laughs> we know she. Sh we know she gets laser done. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Man, hindsight, I do think some. I do think following videos are actually funny and everything. Are actually funny and everything to a point, but then the ones that are obvious cringe. Yeah, those are the ones I cringe about. But like a uh, crap, like that one guy or that one kid. Not that one. Not kid. Uh, it wasn't a kid. It was a, no. It was a. It was the one with the rodeo rider and everything. Where they were on a bucking bronco, and then the um, strap underneath it, on, uh, underneath the saddle, got loose and everything as the bronco was running. And then the whole saddle. The guy was like riding upside down, uh, upside down underneath the horse and everything. He was like, "Someone stop him! He's getting an erection." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what the guy was yelling as the horse was running off. <laughs> I'd be worried too. Yeah. <laughs> or that one, or that one falling video and everything, where it's like a batch where where some guys crash a bachelorette party, and it's a bachelorette party at a gay bar. So instead of our so instead of our riding bull or a bucking or like a mechanical bull, it's a mechanical uh, mm. French tip. Wow. We'll just call it that. <laughs> and they decide to do it and everything. Anyways, he falls forward and then the thing jets forward and hits him right in the ass. <laughs> nice. And then, and then the gays are just all going like, work, sis! <laughs> so see, t so see, some following videos can be funny. Yeah. Yeah, or like, um, or like on um that movie Meet the Spartans and everything when like you know of course the uh, king's kicking people into the pit of death. Yeah. And like you know it's, it's a spoof and everything. You know it's all a spoof. Um, although it was really sad. Although it kind of was really well. Now that I think about it, it was actually really sad. It was when they made fun of Britney Spears's um, uh, you know, you know, mental breakdown on that movie. That was sad. That makes me sad when I see that now. Yeah. God, 2020 has changed everything. <laughs> but anyways. We need to have a conversation talking about, not that Britney Spears' mental health is anything to laugh about. No, it's mental not. Mental health is not something you laugh about. But that is actually like a conversation that we need to have, especially yeah. in May. Yeah, cause, because this is going to be produced in May. So, But because Sarah was sick and she's also got some other plans coming on and everything, we're, we're going to be delaying this. But we will be eventually talking about mental health on this show. Yes. So this is, this is your trigger warning now. Yeah. So we will be talking about that. We will be, we'll be talking about that and everything. And there's some things about mental health that we joke about, but that's our coping mechanism. And yeah. if it does offend you, first of all, I'm sorry that I offended you. But like you know, if it does or whatever we do talk about does offend you and everything, I'm sorry that it offended you. But at the same time, how you're reacting is offending me. I'm just saying it can go both ways. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so you because says I'm sorry to say this and everything but I do try to be politically correct when it's appropriate but at the same time you can't be politically correct 24/7 it just does not work that way yeah. <laughs> that's my only that's my only blanket statement for that 
But like I said, if it offends you, I do apologize in advance. We're not gonna. Well, I mean, we're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about some. We're not gonna talk about some hot topics and just literally make a sour, make a sad joke about it and everything. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I might make a joke about it just to deflect from it and everything, but I won't be joking about said topic. But that's just as a trigger warning yeah. for right now. So, but that's just how we cope. <laughs> it is how we cope. Yes. About a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. We've seen a lot of things. I mean, we're both adults. And we both, we've seen a lot of things. We've done a lot of things. And we both have incredibly dark humors that we try to keep silent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying everything. You can ply us with tequila. That is very true. Yeah, no. And, uh, oh, that is, that is nothing to joke about either. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, that's how we coped here. <laughs> oh, Sarah, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you very much. I mean, despite that, I recorded an awesome hacking attack. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to cover it. Hey, 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 hey. Better out than in, I always say. All right, Shrek. And you've experienced that with me before. That is very true, Shrek. Especially after Can eating... Can I just call you Shrek from now on? Sure, as long as I to call you Shud. No. <laughs> then the answer's that no. That is your name in my phone. Then the answer is no. Okay. You can't call me Shrek. Oh, great. Watch it and everything. Watch it. Oh, great. Watch it. Someone make like an ugly comment and then all of a sudden I'll be like, yeah, because I'm Shrek. <laughs> oh, anyways, thanks for tuning into the podcast. If we made this far, I'm sorry. Yeah. We, <laughs> we went way off topic. Yeah, so, we did. We saw it. I, didn't, I did not think she was, I did not think we both were un this underprepared this time. Yeah. We were both underprepared this time. I, I, had, I had two things that I wanted to tell you about because, like, it, like, blew my mind. And that made an awesome opening right there. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. That made an awesome opening. <laughs> we talked about openings. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and we went way off topic. And we got back on topic. We went way off topic. And, and that, that's just our general life right there. Pretty much. Yeah. We never stay on topic. No, we don't. Uh, anyways, I'm, we're, anyways, thank you for tuning in. Bye. Shabba lovely ding dong. Really? Yeah, I had it in there. Okay. <laughs>